When the time comes to plan your next big getaway, know we got a destination idea for you. Orlando. Just think about it. The thrills at their 15 world-class theme parks, followed by awesome outdoor adventures, amazing food festivals, and top-notch dining spots. Orlando has all that and much more than you'd expect. In Orlando, anything is possible if you can imagine it. Plan your escape today and save at visitorlando.com. That's visitorlando.com for everything you need for an amazing getaway. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Hey, this is Brian Alvarez, and this is today's edition of the Wrestling Observer Daily Podcast on the 8-Side Network. Seven. Live from San Francisco on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network, you are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with your hosts, Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi. Are you ready? Are you ready? Let's get it on! How's it going, everybody? Brian Alvarez here on Wrestling Observer Live. We are here every day, Monday through Friday, noon Pacific, 3 Eastern, Sunday, 3 Pacific, 6 Eastern, Saturday mornings. With Jim Valley at 10 a.m. Pacific, 1 Eastern. And it is Friday here on the show. And you know what that means? We have a very busy weekend coming up. And I have a bunch of lineups for everybody that wants to know what they should watch this weekend. Which, by the way, is pretty much everything. As we have got a SmackDown tonight with the Bloodline Civil War beginning. For those of you that have been following the Bloodline storyline, it's the Usos. Against Roman Reigns and Solo Sokoa at Money in the Bank. We have a full lineup for SmackDown. Five segment slash matches announced for the show here tonight. We also have Dynamite. And I've got a spoiler-free lineup for the Dynamite show. But I would like to tell you right now, without revealing anything, that if you are listening to this program right now, you should watch Rampage tonight. Because something cool is going to happen on the show. We've got Dynamite. Actually, we don't have Dynamite. Oh, no, this is Rampage. I'm sorry. Collision. We have Collision on Saturday night. And we have uh, six matches slash segments announced for the Collision show. And we also know that we are going to find out a mystery partner for Sting and Darby Allen on Saturday night. Of course, Sunday is Forbidden Door. We've got a full lineup for Forbidden Door. Tony Khan did a media call in advance of Forbidden Door, and he talked about a lot of things, including old One Bill Phil. So we're going to tell you about some of the things that he talked about in that press conference. And also, we will talk to, uh, or we will hear from, uh, Brian Danielson, an interview that he did regarding Okada. And uh, this being his dream match that he's wanted for so long and never thought it was actually a possibility. A lot of other news. We're going to take your text message today. Probably not phone calls, but I could change my mind. So be ready to text 425-780-7566. Back in a moment with more Observer Live. Taking their time right behind. 
list you know and trust is now Angie, and we're so much more than just a list. We still connect you with top local pros and show you ratings and reviews, but now we also let you compare upfront prices on hundreds of projects and book a service instantly. We can even handle the rest of your project from start to finish. So remember, Angie's List is now Angie, and we're here to get your job done right. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I, or download the app today. Are you kidding me? Gas prices are up again? Somebody has to do something. Well, someone did. That's why I use Upside. Upside? What's that? It's a free app that pays you back real money for every gallon of gas or diesel you buy. I just earned 25 cents back on every gallon of this tank. Hold on. So the Upside app is free and you actually get cash back every time you use it? No strings attached? Yep, it's awesome. Check it out. It only takes a couple of minutes to sign up. Instead of just watching your dollars go into your tank, start putting money back into your wallet with the free app from Upside. With the price of gas today, it's big news and big money. To cash out of your Upside cash, just transfer it to your bank account, PayPal, or a gift card. Upside users have already earned over $200 million. Now it's your turn. Download the free Upside app and get cash back on every gallon of gas. Use promo code GAS11. For an extra 25 cents per gallon on your first fill-up. That's code GAS11. Use code GAS11. For an extra 25 cents per gallon back in your first fill-up. Cashback's not available in gas in New Jersey and Wisconsin. I am a non-attorney spokesperson representing a team of lawyers who've helped people that have been injured or wronged. Have you been diagnosed with cancer? Do you use pesticides in your job? Specifically Roundup. Roundup, made by Monsanto, contains a chemical called glyphosate, which has been linked to cancer. If you've used Roundup and you have cancer, you may be entitled to a cash award. Over $10 billion has been set aside to pay users of Roundup who've been diagnosed with cancer. Time is almost running out out to file your claim. So if you've been diagnosed with cancer and you've used Roundup, call the legal helpline now. You could receive a free cash award and have your medical expenses covered. And time to file is almost gone, so please call right now. 800-535-6078-800-535-6078. 800-535-6078. That's 800-535-6078. Do you have heart failure and often hear, Those stomach issues ruined your birthday. You're too tired to play catch, Grandpa. Sweetie, you haven't touched your tools since the carpal tunnel syndrome diagnosis. If these seemingly unrelated symptoms sound familiar, talk to your cardiologist and ask about transthyretin amyloid cardiomyopathy, or ATTRCM, a rare and underdiagnosed disease that gets worse over time. Learn more at connecttoyourheart.com. That's connecttoyourheart.com. Sponsored by Pfizer. You are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. Back in the show, Brian Alvarez here, Wrestling Observer Live. Mike Sempervivi, also of WrestlingObserver.com. Golly! All right, let's get started here today. Yeah, I went to L.A. I get shirts... What's your love of, of L.A. and California? Is it, is it a thing up there where you are, where you just wanted to be from somewhere else? I mean, you used, you know, look at the theme you used in What wrestling. are you wearing? What do you mean, what am I wearing? What are you wearing? I'm wearing a, a throwback Baltimore Colts Gino Marquette. Oh, you live jersey. in Baltimore? Yeah, I did. Uh, you don't now. 
Have you it's kind of weird now, isn't it? Sure? You want no, you want to live in Baltimore or something like that? You now, what sure. happens is I go places and I buy shirts. And I went to uh, L.A. and I bought a shirt. I bought a shirt when I went to uh, Maui. I bought a shirt when I went uh, all over the place. So I, just I don't know what the problem the is. I didn't. I just asked. I don't know why everyone has a problem with me today. Like, what's the problem? Why do you the show hasn't even started. I'm irritated. Listen, if Dave wrote something in the Observer <laughs> that you don't like, I tried what, to talk about shirts, bro, people. What does that have to do with me? It has nothing to do with me. It has nothing to do with me. I didn't write it. I didn't say it. I don't know why everyone's mad at me about it. And everyone's like, "Oh well, you know, uh, you know, you, you, I don't know." We're the same guy or something? Yeah, I'm, we're not, actually. He wrote something. I didn't. So if you're mad, get mad at him about it, not me. And if you don't like hearing about it, I don't know why you're listening to the show. You know, a guy got mad at me that, oh, it's tiring listening to uh, talk about CM Punk. He's one of the biggest stars in all of AEW. What kind of show am I going to run if I don't talk about CM Punk? Jiminy Christmas. But, you know, I will talk about the bloodline. Oh, Jesus. Because the bloodline civil war begins tonight on SmackDown. This is the build towards Roman Reigns and Solo Sokoa versus the Usos. So uh, that's going to be interesting. We have a title unification match. Were you aware that there's a title unification match tonight? There is. The WWE Women's Tag Team Champions, Ronda Rousey and Shayna Baszler, will be facing Alba Fire and Isla Dawn, and the NXT and WWE Tag Team titles are on the line. Which is interesting because... I'm not saying all the teams are great because, uh, you know, they're not. But there are a lot of teams, a lot of women's teams in NXT. And now they don't have NXT women's tag team titles anymore. So I don't know if they're going to get a new belt of some sort in NXT or what the solution is going to be. But we're unifying these titles. So, you know, we can set more records. Ronda Rousey and Shayna will now... uh, be a double champions, I guess. Maybe they'll carry around a whole bunch of belts or anything. And then uh, we got Santos Escobar, Butch, and L.A. Knight in a three-way. We have got Bailey versus Shotzi. The stipulation is if Shotzi wins, she is going to take Bailey's spot in the women's Money in the Bank ladder match. And I don't know. Here's the thing. Bailey's a bigger star, okay? But... You know, they don't do a lot with Shotzi. But you know what they do do with Shotzi? They put her in ladder matches. And uh, and she's not currently in the ladder match, and Bailey is. And if you were going to do some sort of storyline with EO and Bailey to further lead to their split, I mean, EO could accidentally cost Bailey this match. That furthers that storyline. And then Shotzi can go in and fall off stuff, which is what they like to have her do. And then we have Cameron Grimes and Baron Corbin. And, uh, you know, I'm not a big fan of 50-50 booking or anything like that, but Baron Corbin's got a NXT championship match on Tuesday. And in no universe should he be losing on the Friday before Tuesday. So Cameron Grimes beat him quick the first time. My guess is Baron Corbin beats him here. and uh, Or, you know, you could also do the deal, which they like to do, which is Cameron Grimes uh, gets the win after uh, Carmelo Hayes costs Baron Corbin the match to set up that title match on Tuesday. I hope that Baron isn't winning on Tuesday, but, uh, you know, I can't rule anything out. But that is SmackDown here tonight, and the show's been on fire of late. It's uh, regularly the number one show on television in the time slot. The uh, Bloodline stuff has been adding 
literally a half million viewers, which is impossibly successful. So we'll see how it goes tonight. Yeah. Nothing? All right. <laughs> I can, hey, no, no. Look, you I breathe. I don't want to anger you right now or you anything breathe. like that. But Do I look angry to you? Just as a uh, addition to what we talked about a couple days ago when it came to Seth Rollins and wondering if Seth Rollins was in the mud when it came to NXT, apparently, and granted, I know it was an overrun, but I believe it hit about 950,000 people. More. Just for the end 980. Of the 980. 980. There you go. It was basically a million viewers watched the end of the Seth Rollins-Braun Breaker match. So, you know, if you look at the quarter hours, I mean, you know, it... One granted, Seth. Well, almost. But, I mean, the point is, like, it was one of those deals where it kind of goes like this, and then it shoots straight up. That was the overrun for that uh, Seth Rollins. And the only times that you see that are, uh, you know, Sami Zayn in the lead-up to Montreal did that. And then uh, Baron Corbin for his thousand day celebration, and uh, the angle that they did last week when they split everybody up, those also boom went straight up. So uh, yeah, it was uh, it was good stuff. Look for so that, that again Seth. tonight too. No matter what it is, no matter how corny it ends up being, if you think it's that way, no matter how great and artistic and cinematic you believe it is, whatever happens tonight, it's probably going to do the same exact thing. What did he do for a thousand days? I think the thousand day celebration was at uh, two point eight million, and the bloodline breakup was also at two point eight million. So they virtually did three million viewers for those two segments. So uh, they were very, very successful. And you know, I was mentioning this on the Brian Vinny show last night. I uh, the more I think about it, I mean, there's nothing wrong with, and obviously there's not only nothing wrong, but you know, as we're going to talk about later, they're going to be more main roster stars going to NXT because they're trying to boost the NXT numbers. We got, uh, you know, it, it's time to renegotiate television deals, that sort of thing. So they want these numbers to be strong. And obviously when you bring big names down, the numbers are strong. And, uh, you know, this was the first time ever that NXT ranked number three on cable. Never have they ranked number three on cable. So they would they would love to have NXT regularly in the uh, top five, top ten. Got to remember there were periods where NXT on on USA wasn't even the top fifty, and they they hit number three for that show with Seth. But the problem when I got thinking about it was, all right, well, he he beat Braun, and obviously they want to give Braun. This is the thing they think that Braun got the rub because he had a championship match on NXT with Seth Rollins, and it was a good match, and he kicked out of moves, and he, he ended up losing in the end. But, you know, they think he got the rub. And, you know, I mean, maybe he did, but my thought is it was already clear before this match that there ain't nothing left for Braun Breaker to do in NXT. He's done it all. He's even stated in his storyline, I don't want the title anymore. So, you know, at some point, he's got to go up to the main roster. And... Does anyone here think that Braun Breaker is going up to the main roster and beating Roman Reigns? Well, he's not, okay? But what you could have done is you could have brought him up to the main roster, debuted him on Raw, and had him, you know, smash folks to build up to a match with Seth Rollins for the title. But what they did was the Raw World Champion has already beaten Braun Breaker. And so, now what? 
like it's not like you can't build to it again. I mean, he could get called up and eventually beat Seth Rollins for the title and that sort of thing. But to me, I mean, I would have had Seth beat him already because I mean, what's the point? Like he has he's done with NXT. He's got nothing left to do there. And then yeah. he gets called up. Like the guy that he could actually you know feud with for the title has already beat him. So I got thinking about it yesterday. And I was like, well, that was a stupid thing to do. But whatever. They beat people all the time. Yeah. One thing's for sure is whatever they do, the more they can get that NXT number up, I don't think that they can really sell that as a viable third brand to say, you know, a third different broadcast partner. But what it does do is it increases all of the hold that they have over USA, having that on Monday and Tuesday night with big numbers for that network. Back in a moment with more Observer Live. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Okay, quick math. The less your business spends on operations, on multiple systems, on delivering your product or service, the more margin you have and the more money you keep. Obvious. But with higher expenses on materials, employees, distribution, and borrowing, everything costs more. So to reduce costs and headaches, smart businesses are graduating to NetSuite by Oracle. NetSuite is the number one cloud financial system, bringing accounting, financial management, inventory, HR into one platform with one source of truth. With NetSuite, you reduce IT costs because NetSuite lives in the cloud with no hardware required. Access from anywhere. You cut the cost of maintaining multiple systems because you've got one unified business management suite. And you're improving efficiency by bringing all your major business processes into one platform, slashing manual tasks and errors. Over 37,000 companies have already made the move. So do the math. See how you'll profit with NetSuite. Now through April 15th, NetSuite is offering a one-of-a-kind flexible financing program. Head to NetSuite.com stereo right now. NetSuite.com stereo. NetSuite.com stereo. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. Everyone, please welcome Coach John Calipari. We're getting beat by 18. My first game in Kentucky. They're saying, Cal's a bust. He can't coach. This is crazy. John Wall runs down the floor and makes a buzzer beater. Yep. You remember that, John? That's my first game win I ever made. Remember you said you never seen me do that. Ladies and gentlemen, DeMarcus Boogie Cousins. I called Boogie. I'm like, yo, bro, I'm about to commit to Duke. And I hung up on him. <laughs> Bro, I'm talking about, do you want to tell me how many times he called me all type of names? Bro, you really sold me out. You doing this. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, I was sick. I remember that like yesterday, man. 
Love you, John Wall. Thanks, Coach. Love you, too. You made me everything I am today. Nah, you made me. You made me. I love it. Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. It wasn't even supposed to be That's my, my day. day. <laughs> <laughs> are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. Back in the show, Brian Alvarez here, Wrestling Observer Live. Uh, Mike Sempervivi, also of WrestlingObserver.com. This guy, goes, I, this guy goes, I can totally see Braun going up to the main roster, wrecking Ollie and calling for a rematch with Rollins and winning that feud. Yeah, I don't think that there's no chance that Braun goes up to the main roster and beats uh, beats Seth for that title. I mean, they they like doing stuff like that. They like telling stories like that. And uh, I would not rule that out. The Rampage show tonight, we have got for the first time ever, and speaking of prediction contests, the winner this year was the guy that predicted 18 months ago that MGF would make zero appearances on Rampage in any form. Not taped segments, no interview segments, no matches, nothing. Which, by the way, when you really think about it, it's like, that's a weird prediction to just come up with out of the blue. Like, of all the things to come up with, that guy thought, you know what? I'll bet that not one time in 2022 is MGF ever going to show up on Rampage. But he didn't. But now he will. Are we going to have be there? some sort of background investigation on some of these things? Is this like that Reddit dolphin, or what was the name of he it? He might have had inside information. Terry Taylor's son, allegedly, or whatever? I don't know, man. It was weird. MJF will appear. Adam Cole will appear. Check this show out, everybody. Anna J versus Sky Blue in a Women's Owen Hart Foundation Tournament quarterfinal. Rocky Romero, Chuck Taylor, Trent, and Yo. We'll be facing Will Ospreay, Kyle Fletcher, Jeff Cobb, and Swerve. Jack Perry versus Doki. And the acclaimed will be in action, which apparently is going to be quite the segment because 10 solid straight minutes of booing for what they did in that segment. And then, of course, Saturday, we now have six matches for a collision. Well, six segments. We have CM Punk, FTR, and Ricky Starks versus Jay White, Juice, and the Ass Boys. That's going at least two segments. We have Hiroshi Tanahashi against Swerve Strickland. Wow. We have Willow Nightingale versus Nyla Rose in an Owen Hart Foundation women's tournament match. Brody King will face Andrade. Wow. Sting and Darby will review their they'll reveal their mystery partner. And there have been a lot of rumors about that mystery partner. And hey, you know, some people are predicting it's gonna be Goldberg. I do not think it's going to be Goldberg. I think it's going to be somebody from New Japan. And uh, Vinny last night suggested Shingo, who is not currently on the card. And other people have suggested perhaps Naito, who is not on the card. Yeah. So I guess we shall find out. And you know one person that would really like to team with them would be Hiromu. But do they have different plans for Hiromu? Is Hiromu even coming over? I would assume that he is. So it'll be interesting to see where he gets placed on the show. Somebody on Twitter suggested Nick Wayne. I don't know if that's, you know, boy. Nick Wayne is uh, not 18 yet. 
Ah, well, okay, that's what it is. Okay. I mean, they've already announced his debut, which is going to be in July, so I don't think it's going to be in July. Okay. So, well, hey, you know, in that case, to me, it's got to be somebody from LIJ anyway. You know, it just seems like the most natural fit. I couldn't remember if Jericho had beef with Naito. He he did, correct? I mean, because that was one thing that Darby Allen hinted at was it was going to be somebody because Chris Jericho has pissed off a lot of people all over the place. You know, well, maybe he has. Storm after he burned down. Yeah, Calus, maybe it'll, maybe it'll be Lance. you. I hadn't thought of that. Maybe it'll be you. He'd run you, for me. You you could come to the ring in a boat. He'd run for me like a coward. He'd run for me the same way that his father was run out of the league by my. Bro, in order for him to run from you, you'd have to be able to run after him. We all know that ain't happening. You know I can run. No problem. I do. I have no proof of that. Yeah, well, Chris Jericho clicking those purple heels together, telling me he can run? Yeah, I've seen him run. Blowing in the breeze. Yeah, you know what? I I see Chris Jericho run virtually every single week. I've never seen you run. Not once. Yeah, I usually see Chris Jericho run away from a challenge, like, you know, turn the music down and stop letting people cheer for you, you heel. You want to throw fire? Throw fire at me, Chris Jericho. I'll fire back. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Wow. yeah. Christian Cage addresses the TNT Why title. Why don't you go join Don Callis' family, Alvarez? Bro, you know what? You're Quite right frankly, up his alley. You're perfect together. You know, I, he's a despicable, horrible, disgusting, horrible, hideous human being, but God darn if he is not right up my alley. Anyway, then we have uh, Sunday... Uh, the Forbidden Door show, the uh, the dark match, the pre-show match, Athena and Billy Starks. My former partner, by the way, the Women's Owen Hart Cup Tournament. A lot of help she was in that match. Well, you stole her intro. Where the hell was Billy when my stump was getting pulled? Outside the ring somewhere? Kenny Omega and Will Ospreay for the IWGP U.S. Championship. Might Brian good. Danielson and Okada, which is going to be the main event. Sonata and Jack Perry with Hook. Interesting. MJF and Hiroshi Tanahashi for the AW title. Lay Suzuki Gods, Jericho, Sammy, and Minoru Suzuki versus Sting Darby in the TBA. John Moxley, Wheeler Yuta, Claudio, Takeshita, and Shota Umino versus Hangman, Matt Jackson, Nick Jackson, Eddie Kingston, and Ishii. CM Punk and Satoshi Kojima. Orange Cassidy, Zack Sabre, Shibata, and Daniel Garcia in a four-way for the AW International title. Tony Storm and Willow Nightingale, two champions fighting for the AW Women's title. The uh, IW, or the uh, New Japan Strong Women's title now to the line. And Adam Cole, well, we'll find out tonight now, won't we? Yes, we will. We will. Yes, we will. Hey, you know what no one's talking about? What's that? The Blackpool Combat Club. We'll be facing the elite, Eddie Kingston and Ishii. And CM Punk is going to face Satoshi Kojima. Yeah. That means... The first time since Brawl Out, these individuals are scheduled to be on the same card. What can happen? Well, I don't know what's going on. I don't know if they're going to do the deal where, you know, certain people are on a bus while other people are in the building and then vice versa. I don't know if they're all supposed to be in the building at the same time. Maybe because it's Canada, because of the exchange rate, the drama, once you go up there, kind of lessens a little bit. Well, we're going to find out. One way or the other, we're going to find out on Sunday. 
Tony Khan answered questions from the media yesterday. And uh, let's go through some of these from the front page of WrestlingObserver.com. <laughs> you think about Tony Khan, uh, uh, you know, these press conferences. He's really good at saying nothing. You ever notice that? <laughs> With a lot of words. So the first question was about the Elite and CM Punk being on the same card. And his response was, It's great to have so many superstars on Forbidden Door. I'm really excited about having Punk and the Elite on the show. However, he never spoke about them being in the same building at the same time. Only in America. That man is a pro. He has been through the ringer with NFL teams and plenty of other situations. And yes, we have seen him have very poor times out there dealing with employees and dealing with things. But when it comes to these things, yeah, you get a lot of this, and that's what you're going to get. He was asked about the locker room dynamic regarding Punk being back. He said, so far it has been a positive experience at the last two shows in Chicago. And he hyped up Punk's upcoming matches this weekend. That's what he said. Khan said everybody was really excited about the television ratings for Collision. Well, the first week was, was very good. Bleach Report was asked about the booking of Jungle Boy and Sonata. Khan said Jungle Boy was his first pick for the match. He said the whole company believes in him, and he has continued to develop over the years. Asked where Brian Danielson and Okada ranks as far as matches he's excited to book. He said it was ranking near the top in terms of anticipation as a promoter or a fan. Also happy with how they've been building the match in recent weeks. Asked about the Owen Hart Cup tournament and the lack of Canadians participating. Khan said he wanted to give the strongest field possible. Feels they did that. And there will be future Owen Hart tournaments in Canada. And there will be chances for Canadian wrestlers to get involved. That's about CM Punk and Kenta not taking place. Khan responded, Punk and Kojima is the match he wants to see. And that this Sunday show has more stars on it than any show he has ever produced. More stars than in the sky, baby. As for anyone else who Punk was rumored to wrestle, he said he can't comment on that. Asked about Stardom no telling you a Stardom pay-per-view on the same day. He hopes to work with Stardom in the future. He has built stronger connections with New Japan's Ghetto and Takami Obari through organizing the show. Continue to talk about the injury problems the show suffered from last year. He was asked about the report that his family was interested in purchasing Bellator. He said he was surprised to see that and does not know what it's about. They have not had any conversations about purchasing Bellator. He was asked about the Elite BCC feud. Talked about many different stories taking place within the match. Moxley, Kingston, Takeshi, and the Elite, etc. Was asked about women working in creative. He mentioned Madison Rain and Sarah Stock as those who contribute and praise their work. He gets a perspective of top wrestlers as well. Asked about opening the Forbidden Door with other companies. He said he'd like to work with uh, CMLL and AAA. Our own Dave Meltzer had said here, asked about one Bill Phil. And if it was a reference to a new and possibly lucrative television deal with WBD. Tony Khan said that Punk's comment about Zaslav was a throwback to when wrestlers on TNT would refer to Ted Turner on television. He said the company is continually growing and trying to reach the number that Punk referenced. Which means they didn't sign a billion dollar deal. Back in a moment with more Observer Live.
witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted, so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Okay, quick math. The less your business spends on operations, on multiple systems, on delivering your product or service, the more margin you have and the more money you keep. Obvious. But with higher expenses on materials, employees, distribution, and borrowing, everything costs more. So to reduce costs and headaches, smart businesses are graduating to NetSuite by Oracle. NetSuite is the number one cloud financial system, bringing accounting, financial management, inventory, HR into one platform with one source of truth. With NetSuite, you reduce IT costs because NetSuite lives in the cloud with no hardware required. Access from anywhere. You cut the cost of maintaining multiple systems because you've got one unified business management suite. And you're improving efficiency by bringing all your major business processes into one platform, slashing manual tasks and errors. Over 37,000 companies have already made the move. So do the math. See how you'll profit with NetSuite. Now through April 15th, NetSuite is offering a one-of-a-kind flexible financing program. Head to NetSuite.com slash stereo right now. NetSuite.com slash stereo. NetSuite.com slash stereo. One out of two Americans thinks their life is worthy of a book. Here's another startling stat. You may be one of the 15% of people who bothered to start your book and one of the 6% that got halfway through it, but your gem of an idea likely died. Or did it? Some published authors are making significant money. So join the ranks of the successful people that finish their books with help from Dorrance Publishing. Call right now and our experienced editors and writers will explain to you what it's going to take to get your book completely written, published, and then taken to market to sell it. It's a free consultation, so call right now. Find out how much time and money it takes to finally get that book idea of yours published. Make your dreams happen. Call Doran's Publishing right now. 800-485-6003. 800-485-6003. That's 800-485-6003. I don't even recognize myself anymore. I'm really worried about him. His addiction. I haven't seen him like this. Ever. Hey, look, I I never wanted to start using. I I knew the drill, but I was out of options. I I just want to tell him it's not your fault. There are people out there who can help. People who have felt your pain. They know what you're going through. This has to stop. I'm losing everything. Everyone. You've been strong your whole life. You can do this, but you have to reach out for help. It's time. I can do this. Addiction is a disease, and diseases need treatment. Call Quit Drugs 321 now at 800-378-3508. 800-378-3508. That's 800-378-3508. Paid for by the Detox and Treatment Helpline. 
If you're living with diabetes and using insulin, you know the pain of pricking your fingers over and over again. Ouch! Well, by wearing a small remote device called a Continuous Glucose Monitor, or CGM, you can reduce the pain of pricking your fingers. If you administer insulin three or more times per day or use an insulin pump, call now and learn how a CGM can help you. Painless. No more pricking my finger. No finger pricks. Convenience. They delivered it free and they took care of all the paperwork. You can reduce pain right away. Plus, it's accurate, easy to use, and helps you spend more time in range. And if you have insurance, you can get a new CGM at little or no out-of-pocket cost. Call now and get free shipping of your new CGM. Plus, we'll bill your insurance for you. 800-390-5160-800-390-5160-800-390-5160. That's 800-390-5160. You are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. Back in the show, Brian Alvarez here, Wrestling Observer Live. Mike Sempervivi, also of WrestlingObserver.com. And you say I annoy you. You know, I'm looking at this chat right now, and I don't know, Brian, I think you bring this all on yourself. I didn't bring any of this up. I'm reading a transcript here. Yeah, about what? He was asked about uh, Goldberg being involved with AEW. He said he had nice conversations with Bill, but he does not see him as a good fit for Sting and Darby Allen's partner on Sunday. Does now, a lot of people too? would look at that and go, well, for sure he's going to be the partner then. But, you know, normally when, when Tony says something is not going to happen, he, he's not doing that to swerve people. He's He's doing that because he doesn't want people expecting something that he's not going to give them. We were asked I know, about. I look, I know Tony's rich and all that, and he could spend as much money as he wants and the family and all that. But like, wouldn't you, if you're spending that much money on Goldberg, don't you want to kind of build that up? Don't you want? Well, to actually I mean, have some. Yeah, the idea is they build it up on on Saturday night. Hmm. I mean, here's the thing: it's very clear if you watch the way that that Tony Khan books that he believes no one is buying a pay per view until the day of the show. Okay. This is not the 90s where you call your cable company a week in advance and you place your order and all that kind of stuff. He didn't think anyone's buying the show until the day of the show, which 99.99% of the people are not buying the show until the day of the show. So at the end of the day, as long as they know everything they need to know on the day of the show, it's fine. He's done that show after show after show after show. And if he thinks, and by the way, I don't think he thinks this, if he thinks that Goldberg... Is is the guy that's going to team with them, and that as as long as he announces it on Saturday night before the show, and it's a big angle, and people go crazy, that's all he needs. Then that's what he's going to do. But I don't think it is going to be Goldberg. And look, I'm sure a lot of the data says impulse and things like that with shorter attention spans and things like that. You get it out. I mean, I guess that's kind of what WWE seems to be doing with their premium live events. In that we used to have a schedule for the year, at least of the dates of where everything was, if not all of the cities that they were going to be in. And now they do all the branding, where the city announcement's going to be, the ticket sales, all that sort of stuff. They've now shrunk in that whole time frame down a lot, too. So obviously there's something to that when it comes to really all this stuff. We asked about uh, Punk having an ownership stake in AW. Khan said that is not the case. 
But Punk wants the company to do well. He was using a colloquialism. Is that how you say it? Whatever. I don't like that word. It's too big for me. He said he's just, quote, trying to run a business. He was asked about the viewership for Collision, what WBD would consider a success. He responded the number they got was considered very successful. He said he doesn't know the exact number that is projected week to week going forward, however. And then was asked about Stat Lantern Punk coming back from injuries. He said they have hit the ground running. And it is good for returning wrestlers to get the ring rust out early. Can I ask you a silly question? I don't think you know. Oh, I love silly questions. Does. Yes. Is the writer's strike fixed? Is that over or is it still ongoing? Is it? Still no, I thought you meant fixed like is it a work? <laughs> no, but I mean, is it? has that been resolved yet? Because what will be really interesting. It again, is unresolved. With all, these, with all it is these properties. Could we see Monday Night Raw end up on NBC on a Monday night? Because who knows? Could we see TBS and TNT decide to move Collision or rerun it at some point during the week if that happens? Could we see it end up on True TV? I mean, it'll be interesting to see what happens because that's the one thing you have. You have sports, you have professional wrestling, and then you have whatever cheaply produced game shows and reality shows that you can get that don't involve writers and Again, I don't know what production times are on all of these sorts of things, but as time moves on here, you're going to run out of time to finish things, and it's going to be really interesting. So, My gut feeling is that there is enough stuff to air that they will not have to worry about that in the short term. But if we're talking like, you know, in two years it still has not been resolved, then yeah, oh, of course you yeah. can see something like that. Well, on, but on, you know uh, how people get weird and desperate in these, you know, again, some of these companies and decision makers where it's like, okay, we're going to shift all these game shows and you have this on here. I mean, that's the one thing ABC has going for it is the fact that ESPN, I mean, look at the amount of programming, and they are the ones who anytime you see sports on any single property, that's being executive produced through ESPN. So, again, it's just it's going to be really interesting because, again, even a long, even a, one that pushes into January, like pushes into half the season, could t- start turning things upside down. Uh, we had Dynamite on Wednesday, 902,000 viewers up 8.4%. Viewership is nearly identical. The uh, demo was a point three three up ten percent. And uh, for those of you that saw the quarters with uh, Brandon Thurston, you know, just want to note that the highest rated thing on the show was that concession stand brawl. That was the highest rated quarter on the show. Mm, dogs on the it, side of the road. Uh, no, it was a fun match. Got people interested in the product. They're so lucky. I like everybody involved in that match. Boo. Yes, Boo you. Yes. No, that's what happened, dude. That's what happened. People so, flinging uh, hot dogs. It mm, does work. It does work. Yeah. Should have been anyway. on the farm. Yeah, go ahead. Could have been on the farm. I'd have been fine with it being on the farm. You know how it could have got more ratings, though? Starlight Kid. Somehow being involved in that match, everybody else was involved in that match. Right? No, that wouldn't have got more. That would have just sold more shirts. Uh, That's what that would have done. Yes. Let's see. Who are these NXT tag teams in the women's division? I don't feel like there are enough right now. Dude, what? There's a there's a there's lot. Too many. It's all they have are tag teams. They just introduced Wait. that new one. Uh, well, Lash Legend and Jakara Jackson. You have Alyssa Leone and uh, 
Valentino uh, Faraz or Faroz, whatever it is. And then who is it now with the, the girl whose name I can never remember, Carissa Rivera, uh, Electra Lopez and her new partner. The problem with all of those women is they really shouldn't be on NXTV right now. As great as Jakara and Lash are as part of that group, I mean, again, for where they're at in the ring, it, this, is inc- this is insane. They have people they need to concentrate on. Tiffany Stratton has completely leveled out. Roxanne Perez, as a character, has completely leveled out. You know that Roxanne can go in the ring, but we had to give her personality. You know what physical things Tiffany can do, but we have to keep giving her more dialogue so she can be ready for the main roster. It's like that's not what these women need. And they all need reps with each other because, in theory, those women... B. Priestley, Cora Jade, some of the other women they have, they are supposed to be the backbone of everything moving forward. So it does drive me nuts that they really seem to concentrate way too much. Again, on the dialogue part, it's killing every single... It's I can't believe people don't see that. And I can't believe that it's not an issue for them to see these women struggle or to see, even see the guys struggle on these promos. 425-780-7566. That is 425-780-7566. Text me your questions. Person here says, do you think that CM Punk will get the AEW title back or will he get another shot uh, or another title like the Owen Hart belt or will he take the TNT title? This is what I think is going to happen, everybody. Obviously, you know, FTR and CM Punk are giant fans of, of Bret Hart. So I do believe that CM Punk is winning the Owen Hart Cup for the men this year, okay? Now, as the winner of the Owen Hart Cup, which, by the way, don't let me forget what I was on, but I want to mention this. So I asked a question the other day, and the question was, Britt Baker is in the women's tournament this year as a winner last year, but Adam Cole is not in the tournament. Why is Adam Cole not in the tournament? And, you know, People were like, oh, well, you know, he's in the tag tournament. And it's like, who cares? He can't do two tournaments at the same time. And then apparently Tony Khan was asked about it, and his answer was, well, he's in the title picture. And it's like, well, actually, in storyline, he's not in the title picture. In storyline, he's trying to get a title shot because Tony Khan, or because MGF will not give him a championship match. So anyway... Should be a better explanation than, you know, he's in the title picture or whatever. But one way or the other. Oh, good. Yes. Good. Nope. Well, I was just going to say, you go. They, one of they... us could talk here, damn it. <laughs> Don't worry. This show's almost over, boss man. But, uh, you know, when it comes to the G1 being announced at the time of the year now, and you know, look, the New Japan is changing, and there are a lot of young guys, uh, as well as their veterans, who need to be involved in that thing every year, and this fantasy that seven guys are going to come over from all over the world, it's probably never going to be the case again, especially if it gets smaller, which it should. They may want to do their booking in a way and organize it in a way where, since it's only eight people in this Owen Hart Cup, you put them in there, and it's almost like your own G1, where the winner not only wins the Owen Hart Cup, but they actually have a guaranteed title shot, or they have something that leads into something else, and they actually puff it up a little bit more and take care of it a little bit more, because they don't want to see a time where it's just... You see random people in it because you need somebody to take an L to say Powerhouse Hobbs, and you're scared about putting somebody else in that mix. I think you can add more gravity to it and put more focus on it by doing it that way. All right. So anyway, 
I believe that CM Punk is going to win the Owen Hart Cup. And then I believe based off that, at some point, he is going to get a shot at MJF. Now, let's talk about old Chris Statlander. Remember Statlander got injured? Yeah. Hurt her knee. was out nine. Actually, was out more than nine months. Okay. Now, in the meantime, Jade Cargill was the TBS champion. And it was it was pretty clear that the idea was always going to be for Statlander to beat Jade Cargill. And if you watch the Jade Cargill title reign, I mean, fact of the matter is, she they were building up that streak and everything, but it was just the same thing, dragged out forever. To the point where, in storyline, Jade was like, you know, this thing is boring. I'm bored. And then, like other people were talking about how it was boring. So the reason was... Statlander was supposed to win the title, and so they had to wait for her to be back. And then they pulled the trigger on it. So my point is, where were we last year? Well, the idea was that uh, MJF was going to return. MJF was going to feud with CM Punk, who was the champion. And MJF was going to beat CM Punk and become the champion. That was clearly the idea that they were working with. Then everything went off the rails. Everything went off the rails... Fights happen, injuries happen, et cetera, et cetera. So what I what I believe is that the end result of all of this is Punk ends up getting a championship match with MJF, but MJF beats him because that's the whole plan that Tony had from the very beginning was MJF beating CM Punk and winning the championship from him. You could have Punk win, but what? He's going to beat MJF, win the title, and then MJF is going to beat him back to get to where you wanted to be? Just MJF can beat him. And then, you know, you do whatever you're going to do. I'm not saying that Punk isn't going to win the title again at some point or anything like that. I'm just looking at what was the idea before everything went off the rails. Because things have gone off the rails before, and Tony has just waited and waited and waited and then did what he wanted to do the entire time. And my presumption is that what he was going to do, and it seemed clear from storylines and where everything ended up, that MJF was going to beat CM Punk to become the champion. And MJF does not defend that title a lot. And so how many more title defenses are you going to have this year? He can defeat Adam Cole at Wembley, then defeat CM Punk either in Chicago the next week or maybe later on, you know, in November or whenever the next show is. And then you have, you know, that plays into that storyline of now we're on 2024, I'm MJF, and I don't have anything to do. I vanquished all your heroes. What's going to keep me here? So Back in a moment with more Observer Live. here on the show everybody i don't need that deep voiced man to bring me back they got me damn it hey we got a lot going on this weekend and uh this is the plan so sunday we're going to be doing dual shows after the forbidden door show we're going to do myself and Vinny and craig reviewing forbidden door and anything big that might happen on collision but we're not planning on doing a full collision review I will do a full collision review with Dave, and also 
I will be doing a full recap of Forbidden Door with Dave. And both of these available to subscribers at WrestlingObserver.com. And you can watch live at Video.F4WOnline.com. And the Brian and Vinny and Craig show will be our monthly live stream for our Twitch subscribers as well. And, of course, you can sign up for Twitch through your Amazon Prime account and join our channel for free. That's right, free. So that's all coming up on Sunday. And until then, you can listen to all of the other shows on the website. There's, uh, I think, 15,000 now by my uh, last count up in the archive. And read the new Observer. Listen to my kids screaming wildly in the background. It's a vacation. God help me. It's all you ever wanted. It is. There's no such thing as a vacation. Do you know that? There's I no know, such thing I as an it. actual... Actually, once a year I do take a vacation. Once a year before Christmas I leave and don't bring anything. But other than that, people working. are like, oh, he's always on vacation. Just because I, I went from one place to another place, I'm always right here. Like, I never go anywhere. We all. No matter where we go, we're just still right here. It's true. So I'm on, I'm on vacation. I'm doing my job. Like I always do. And anyway, my job is done for the day. I'd like to thank you all, Mike, as always, callers and listeners, everybody in the studio. Have a fun weekend. We'll talk to you next time. Wrestling Observer Live. You have been listening to the Wrestling Observer Daily Podcast on the 8Side Network. Infinity Presents, a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. If you're ready for an epic family vacation, there's no better place than sunny Orlando. Exciting thrills, never-ending food festivals, fresh new dining experiences, outdoor adventures, and Florida's natural springs, and so much more. Orlando has it all. And Visit Orlando's vacation planners can help you plan the perfect trip. In Orlando, anything is possible, if you can imagine it. And that's what makes Orlando unbelievably real. Plan your escape today and save at visitorlando.com. Introducing the Lisa Chill Collection, your answer to hot nights. These mattresses beat the heat with ultra-cool covers, whisking away heat for the perfect sleep temperature. Save up to $460 on chill mattresses and get two free pillows when you shop now. iHeart listeners can save an extra $50 off by visiting lisa.com forward slash iHeart. That's l-e-e-s-a dot com slash iHeart. Exclusions apply. See lisa.com for more details.